Hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning, KMIH. It is 7.01. Nope, 7.02. 7.02. I'm here with Sophie Proc. Sophie, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm all right. It's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday, as um, whenever we're here this early. That's it is true. always a Tuesday. Hmm. I love Tuesdays for that reason. Yeah. Well, um, this has been, this is our first show back of 2023. That's I mean, true. this is going to be um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Um, I, there's so much to talk about. We was on a two week. We was on a two week. Hibiscus. Hib- is that what they're called? Hibiscus. Um, high hiatus. A hi- hibernation? No, hiatus when you like oh, take a break. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what a hibiscus is? No. It's a flower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the purple one? You purple know, it's hibiscus? Like the one in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. we're on a hiatus, <laughs> but we're back. We're back. I know everyone missed us. <clears throat> As always, I you know, those two weeks people were waking up at seven AM and they were like, No breakfast on the bridge. I know. People were like, I don't have I have my plate and I have my cutlery, but no breakfast, no on the breakfast on the bridge. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is people might have been sleeping in, though, because a lot of people That's had break true. that week, too. So they don't have to wake up. You know, they're not driving to work right now. They're just yeah. sleeping as we were. Um, yes, I was doing that. Sophie, I want to talk to you. Oh, usually those words don't mean good things, but fire away, Andrew. What was your New Year's resolution? Oh, well. Okay. Do you have one? Do you here's, believe here's in Here's my take. Here's my take. As a female individual who is, you know, just going about her life, I always have resolutions and not necessarily on January 1st. Mm. So a few of my goals lately, and this hasn't just been because of New Year's, are to journal more. Okay. It's very good for me. And um, I like doing a lot of yoga. I've been making sure to do a lot of yoga and, you know, just trying not to... Mm, be hung up on the things that I can't control. You know what? That's Those are really good. Yeah, I know. But you never answered my question. What's your one goal? My one goal? Yeah. I said it. My one goal is to journal more. But then you also said yoga. Okay. Can that not be my, my goal as well? Hey, you can't tell me what my goals are in arts. So your two goals are journaling and yoga. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And your goals, sir? So my goal, I have a couple. But my main Bro. one, my main one, <laughs> I have one main one. Okay. My main goal. My main goal. <laughs> my main goal. Is to blow up. Is to, my main goal <laughs> is to read one book a month. One book, okay. And that is like development for me. Yes. It's to just learn something new, do something new that I have, you know, stretch my brain away. So, what you know, book are you reading right now for January? What book I'm reading right now, I'm actually reading Huckleberry and Finn. For school? No. Oh. Because we were, um, sometimes it's taught in um, English class and sometimes it's not. Yeah. And because of time, we didn't read it, mm-hmm. but we had like four days about it. And you know, there's a lot of controversy about it if it should be read in schools. And some schools mm-hmm. have banned it, you know? Um, yeah. There's a lot of, um, you know, out of term words so, and phrases that are used. Right. I actually haven't read the book. Is that is it because of the phrases that are in it? Because it's brand yeah, why why Mine's most banned. yeah, why most schools banned it. Um so yeah, I'm you know, I'm just kinda reading it to, to see what what it's about. You know, I think Valid. most of um our parents read it just because that's one of the, the classic, you know, Mark Twain mm-hmm. books back then. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading that for this month. Um and then I I don't have anything lined up for February. Anything so. lined up? Well, you know, if you need a recommendation, I've got a bunch for you. Well, let's go ahead and let's listen to some of the recommendations. Okay. Well, one of my all-time favorite books, and I feel like just knowing you as a person because of how long I've known you, I think that you would like this book. It's called Dark Matter. Mm, and, I've heard about it. Yeah, you have? And yes. it's about, it's kind of like time travel, but it's like super difficult quantum physics that are really hard to understand. But oh, you're that's really... my favorite. Difficult <laughs> physics is, is what I, I love, guys. If anything, oh, physics. I yeah. Know. Well, the thing is, you don't even need to understand physics to be able to enjoy it. Yes, yeah. So it's about this guy. He like goes into a bunch of different universes and like no meets spoilers. himself. Well, no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. But 
Yeah, it's like it's and there's like you know like the butterfly effect. Yeah, you know, so That's it's pretty cool. interesting. It's a good yeah, book. Yeah, I think yeah. you would like it. One of the books I did finish reading. It was called Atomic Habits. Oh, I've heard about oh, that book. I've been wanting to read that. How Pe- is that? A lot of people have been reading it. It's really good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the you know it, the book is all it's it's a self care you know self be Got better it. book. Hell um, yes. And you know the whole thing is like if you're one percent better than the last day, mm-hmm. then by the end of the year you're like. 40% better or whatever like meaning it's... there's 40 days in a year no um i don't know how, i don't know how they did the math it's like it's like um you know 365 and then up to 0.001 to 1% okay. if like if you multiply it by the end of the year you, you know you're doing significantly better and he, and he basically talks about like don't think about the goals think about the systems to get your goals and that's valid Ooh, so one, one of the things he's like you know a lot of people don't work out because mm-hmm. you know they find excuses he's like well if you put on your workout sneakers in your house then you're forcing yourself to work out yeah you're not going to put on your workout sneakers and then go back to bed mm-hmm. and it's like so it's like kind of little triggers that if you do I like that you end up Atomic doing it. habits yeah I, I i recommend everyone should read it there's a lot of really good tips it's like mm-hmm. every day try to just do something a little bit more yeah. you know it doesn't have to be crazy it doesn't have to be january 1st you you know as you said, do a, 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 a yeah. whole 30 new things. Um, but yeah, I, I read somewhere that only 8% of people complete their New Year's resolutions wow. of Americans. Now, Andrew, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you journal ever? Nope. Oh, that's my recommendation for you instead of reading a book. Or no, I mean, you can do both. 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 Mm-hmm. See, I feel like if I journal, it's, and you know, it's one of those things I feel like I would do for the first two weeks really well <laughs> and then not do it all. Well, I've been trying to be very consistent with it, but it's not, you know, sometimes I don't. But actually, this is something really important that I do every day. That's one of my goals yep. is every day at the end of the day, I make sure to write down three things that made me smile in that day. So, like, sometimes it'll be, like, my volleyball practice or, like, something I did fun with, like, you know, one of my friends. Most of the days, Andrew is at least one of them. Yeah, most of the days. <laughs> most of the days. So uh, that's, that's and I've honestly, like, it has made me a more grateful person, I, I believe. And do you know how I should start that? I should take some of my own advice from Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. I should start putting a pen and notebook by my bedside table. Yeah, that's, I don't that's, do that. that's what I do, and it, and it helps so much. You just do it right when you wake up and right before you go to bed. There it's so go. easy. It takes literally less than a minute. And you know, not having screens before bed does oh, work that's wonders a hard that's that's a great goal to have but that's so difficult it is difficult but so difficult. if i'm on my phone and i put it down and i go to sleep i'm up for at least 20 minutes i know if yeah. i read a book i'm asleep in five minutes yeah like just reading the words i'm like but i'm like <sighs> like the third page <laughs> i'm yawning and i'm like ready for bed so i you know that's another new year's resolution that maybe we don't have to do you know we doesn't have to the other thing too is i'm like I'll start that next year. That's a next year really? sort of issue. <laughs> no, I need to start That's today. Valid. I need to start right now. Mm-hmm. So Sophie, Jenna Martin went around and she asked a lot of people what their New Year's resolutions is. Yeah. Let's listen to what they um, thought and how different it is from ours. All right. What's up, 889 The Bridge? It's Jenna Martin. And I went around our school asking people what their New Year's resolutions are. Let's hear what some of their responses are. What is your New Year's resolution this year? My New Year's resolution is to read one book a month. To run four or five times a week. Not get in a car accident. I don't really make any because I feel like they're kind of contradictory. My New Year's resolution is to be more present. My New Year's resolution is to do more journaling. It makes me feel good because I like to write and it's fun to look back on months or years later. My New Year's resolution is kind of the same every year, but this time I'm actually going to do it. I want to eat healthier, I want to exercise, and I want to get in shape. This is Jenna Martin thanking you for listening to people's New Year's resolutions. Sounds like we have a few of the same ones. <laughs> Natalie and I are in our, our self, self-care era. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't pick up who, who said not get into a car crash. <laughs> I think but... It sounded like Sophie Hill to me. <laughs> But That's know. setting the bar really low, so I hope Sophie can <laughs> get some. <laughs> I think she'll be able to get that. She might join one of the 8% that 
of people who complete yeah. their New Aww. Year's resolution. Yeah. Um, and for Joe, you know, I think Joe needs to start with, with the atomic habits, you know. it's mm-hmm. If he wants to do all those things, he needs to build in the, the, the good habits for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, s- since it's the new year, it's each year I kind of have a band I listen to a lot. Yes, you do. Like last year Pink it was – Pink Floyd. La- two years ago it was really Pink Floyd. Okay, okay. Last year it was The Doors. And what? This year, I've never heard about The Doors at all. Re- really? No. They're, they're my top listen to. I really oh, spent wow. the first okay. part of the year listening to them. You know, Phoebe they Bridgers? The end. Nope, Phoebe Bridgers is not one of them. Neither you know, is Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga. <laughs> I or... know someone, a wise person, who has Phoebe Bridgers as their number one top most listened to. I don't really like her music. I don't either. It's just kind of sad. I know. I get really sad. Personally, I prefer techno, dance, and house music yes. only. Sophie Sophie has some crazy... Plug EDM. Everyone tune in Saturdays at 10 p.m. for Sophie EDM. She goes crazy with them. Anyway, this <laughs> this I've started like these 10 days being a deadhead. That's Grateful Dead. We have mm-hmm. our own Grateful Dead hour. We do. On Sunday, um, which I've only listened to very it's few times it's very consistent always has the best selection of music and it's it's a great show <laughs> but i want to highlight one of my favorites and that is fire on the mountain by grateful dead give a listen let me know what you think take it away by the Grateful Dead. You, you know, know, I'd say that that song was pretty fire. I got fire on the mountain. <laughs> you know, and, and what's great about them is their live stuff is better than their studio stuff. And like I Fire agree. on the Mountain, if you listen to it live, it's 10, 10 most of the songs is 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So if you ever have a good four hours, I recommend sitting down <laughs> and listening to a complete live performance. You just jam out. They're just good. Yeah. And they're able to improv. It's such good talent. Um, that they have. Um, I was telling Sophie that um, Jerry Garcia, um, the the unofficial leader of the band, mm-hmm. he only has nine fingers. Uh, ten minus one is nine. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. So tell us, Andrew, how did that happen? So I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. He, You're right. Um, his brother was um, him and his brother were chopping wood, and his mm-hmm. finger out, and his brother chopped off one of his fingers. That that is an interesting story. That is a really interesting Speaking story. Speaking of interesting stories, Miles, how are you doing today with the news? What's up? Hey, I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. All right, Miles, take it away with today's news. Well, to start off our news for today, in California, following a series of cyclones, streets are flooded and thousands have been forced to evacuate their homes. To this point, there has been one confirmed fatality as well as a missing child who was reportedly swept away by the current of the floodwaters. Officials were forced to suspend the search yesterday due to the adverse conditions. An estimated 63,000 homes across California are without power, uh, concentrated largely in the Sacramento area. area. Moderate to heavy rain is expected to continue, and another large cyclone is expected to hit tomorrow. Now let's bring you to news from the world of science and technology. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Seattle Public Schools have filed a lawsuit against the tech giants behind TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Snapchat, seeking to hold them accountable for the mental health crisis among youth. The complaint says the social media companies have worsened the mental health and behavioral disorders, including anxiety, depression, disordered eating, and cyberbullying, making it more difficult to educate students and forcing schools to take steps such as hiring additional mental health professionals, developing lesson plans about the effects of social media, and providing additional training to teachers. The school district is asking the court to order the companies to stop creating the public nuisance, to award damages, and to pay for the prevention, education, and treatment for excessive and problematic use of social media. In health news, what's been going on with the triple-demic of viruses that have been plaguing our country this winter? 
The good news is the worst appears to be over from RSV, as cases have been falling st steadily since the end of November. The flu is also receding in most places. The virus posing the biggest threat right now is, you guessed it, COVID-19, as there are increases of COVID infections across the nation. What can you do? Get vaccinated or boosted. Other precautions include avoiding crowded, poorly ventilated places, testing before gathering, and putting the mask back on in risky situations. Finally, why has nuclear fusion been in the news? In December, scientists at the world's largest nuclear fusion facility have for the first time achieved the phenomena known as ignition, creating a nuclear reaction that generates more energy than it consumes. Researchers' current goal is to harness the energy produced from ignition and provide a source of near-limitless clean energy for the Earth. However, despite this latest success, a long path remains to achieving that goal. I'm Sophia, and this was STEM News You Can Use. Thank you, Sophia, for STEM news you can use. In Seattle, a new King County prosecutor was sworn in yesterday afternoon for the first time in 15 years. Her name is Lisa Mannion, and she takes over the post from D Dan Satterberg, becoming the first woman person of color to hold the position in King County's history, and the first Korean-American woman to be elected prosecuting attorney in the entire country's history. Mannion believes that the rise in gun violence seen in King County the last few years can be prevented through data analysis and focusing on collaboration with different agencies. Mannion hopes to resolve the, the backlog of 4,000 cases King County has accumulated due to the pandemic. You, you can expect more details of what specific changes Mannion plans to make three or four weeks into the year. And as we contemplate the two-year anniversary of the January 6th riots, parallels are being drawn to an event that is happening right now in Brazil. Just over two years ago, the U.S. went through a dark day in its history. Five people died and hundreds were injured as supporters of former President Donald Trump stormed the nation's capital, claiming that the 2020 election had been stolen. This event was a stark reminder to all of us of the division in our politics and of the destructive impact of disinformation. Today, 5,000 miles south in Brazil, such riots are not a distant memory, but instead a present reality. On January 1st, Lula Silva, better known as Lula, was sworn in to replace Jair Bolsonaro off the back of a highly contested presidential race that went into runoffs. Bolsonaro, a far-right candidate who had expressed concerns over electronic voting machines before the election had even begun, also challenged the outcome of the election in court after losing. The court rejected his challenge. Just like in the U.S., Bolsonaro consistently questioned election integrity, and just like in the U.S., his supporters reacted accordingly. On Sunday afternoon, a pro-Bolsonaro mob that had been camped out by Brasilia's military barracks marched its way towards the nation's government buildings where the President, Congress, and Supreme Court reside. The police presence was severely lacking, and by 3 p.m., the pro-Bolsonaro mob had broken through the windows of the Congress building and the Presidential Palace. Videos of the riot show Bolsonaro supporters dressed in yellow Brazil football shirts, confronting officers, taking videos, and destroying property. The buildings were cleared by police at 5.30, but not before great damage had been done to furniture, artwork, and the country's reputation. So far, 1,500 people have been arrested, and President Lula has pledged to hold anyone involved in the riots accountable. One might wonder, where has all this anger come from, that people are willing to be arrested for this cause? The truth is that for Bolsonaro supporters, it's about more than simply backing their candidate. It has to do with a fundamental distrust of President Lula. Lula was just elected, but don't be fooled, he's no newcomer to the scene. In fact, he served as president from 2003 to 2011, before being imprisoned on charges of bribery. But after nearly 600 days in prison, the charges against Lula were ruled invalid by the courts, who accused the judge of political bias. Even though Lula's name is clear legally, many supporters of Bolsonaro still view him as a corrupt leader who turns his back on traditional values like family and religion, and would send the country towards communism if he had the opportunity. But even with this intense division, there is hope for cooler heads to prevail. Both Lula and Bolsonaro have condemned the riots, and last night, tens of thousands of Brazilians took to the streets in response to the riots to rally and show their support for democracy. For now, we can only hope that the world has seen the last of the capital riots and that the peaceful transfer of power will remain just that, peaceful. I'm Miles Alvarez reporting for 88.9 The Bridge. Wow. 
Thank you, Miles, for the news. Always, always coming through with the news. Great stories, and we appreciate it. I briefly want to talk about uh, the the STEM news that Sophia talked about. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things. So, TikTok is getting banned. Ooh, They're getting TikTok. sued. They're getting attacked. They're like. Not a good time to work for TikTok. It's not a good look for TikTok. Um, no, it's not. So there was a lot of outrage when um, Texas uh, banned TikTok on all government employees' phones. Um, now New Jersey and Ohio followed suit. So Ooh. New Jersey, I believe, was the first um, Democratic governor to ban it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Phil Murphy, um, the governor, said that um, the the short video app owned by the Chinese company – um, he warns that there could be possible um, national security concerns about the Chinese government's mm-hmm. um, access onto our phones, even though TikTok does not um, claim that they have um, the right to people's data or they don't even have access to, to access right. it, even if they could. Um, not only that, he also banned a dozen vendors, including Huawei, ZTE, mm-hmm. um, those are all Chinese um, cellular companies and yeah. phone companies. So yeah. we're seeing kind of um, um, with governors a ban um, based off of um, national concern. And that really started with the FBI in November. They mm-hmm. said that there is some seriously um, serious concerns over that. Yeah. Are you, Andrew, are you on TikTok? I'm not. I deleted it. Um, mm-hmm. So I took all my, um, so- my, my five hours off of TikTok and I put it on Instagram Reels. Yes, I was just going to say because I do have an influx of Instagram reels from you. Yes. Um, I, you know, I was like, hey, I'm going to stop wasting my time. I got rid of Be Real because I wasn't being real and I got rid of TikTok. So Ooh. now all I use is Instagram. And honestly, I might delete Instagram. No, then I, I can't send you capybara memes. <laughs> I, I, the thing about Instagram is unlike, oh, I also delete Snapchat. Um, yes. So the thing I like about Instagram is when I see posts, I know they're going to be fake and they only come out every couple of months mm-hmm. versus like be real when people take them hours late mm-hmm. with their when they're all with their friends being fake. At least with Instagram, I get, you know, photos are sometimes artsy and they're cool yeah. and I enjoy seeing other people. So I don't I don't dislike it, but I don't like how I scroll for like hours yeah. looking at like capybara memes because on, that's all I get now. Though. So there is one more thing. We're not going to tell you. This was kind of shocking um, when we found out. So our um, government is considered banning something that all of us use. Yeah. It's it's pretty serious. I know. I would say I, like uh, more, most way more serious than houses TikTok. have them. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. way more serious. So we will come back to that, um, and we'll tell you in just a little bit. So make sure you keep listening mm-hmm. right now. We're going to listen to Ophelia by Lumineers. When we come back, we'll have Sophie Hill take it away with sports. Oh, my gosh. That song will never get old. None of the Lumineers songs will ever get old. It's just crazy. I, <laughs> I love wish, that song. I wish you could have heard it, Andrew. <laughs> I always sing. Every song I ever program, I know, and I sing with the yep. mic off mm-hmm. most of the times. Except we had a little bit of a feature there earlier in that earlier song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a great Blood song. No. So, yesterday morning. <laughs> yes. Um, We, you know, yesterday morning, we got in, we were in our Abram meeting. Oh, yeah. It's Excuse Tuesday me. now. We were in an Abram meeting, and we're like, oh, my gosh, the Seahawks are going crazy. And there's a lot to be had, a lot of news to be had in sports this morning as Sophie, well. Please, Sophie, please say, go ahead. Sophie Prog doesn't know what she's talking about. You go out and you tell her what's, what we need to hear for sports. All right. Um, really interesting intro. Um, this <laughs> is Sophie Hill with today's sportscast. Seahawks fans all across Seattle are ecstatic about their recent win against the Los Angeles Rams. That win, in combination with the Green Bay Packers' loss against the Detroit Lions on Sunday, the Seahawks have now clinched their spot in the playoffs. Their next game will be this coming Saturday at 1.30 p.m. against the 49ers as they compete in the wildcard round, which is definitely a game to look forward to. But unfortunately, not all football news has been great. As many people already know, DeMar Hamlin, a safety for the Buffalo Bills, collapsed and went into cardiac arrest on um, their game against the Cincinnati Bengals. 
He was rushed to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where he still remains in critical condition today. However, he is now breathing on his own and has been posting social media updates supporting his team from afar. Since then, the Bills season has continued with an incredible win on Sunday against the New England Patriots. This game was pretty remarkable with the Bills running back, Naheem Hines, pulling off two kickoff return touchdowns in the same game. Many players and fans describe the incredible touchdowns as something spiritual after um, the powerful pregame rituals they had dedicated to Hamlin. College football has also been pretty interesting, with the Georgia Bulldogs crushing the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs 65-7, making this their second consecutive win in the college football playoff national championship. Across the Pacific, Spanish golfer John Ram won his third PGA Tour title in six starts with a stunning comeback to overturn a seven-shot deficit at the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. As for Mercer Island sports, this week is definitely packed with various games, starting with the varsity boys basketball team playing at Lake Washington this Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. And on Thursday, the varsity girls basketball team will be playing at Lake Washington also at 7.15. Also on Wednesday, the varsity wrestling team will participate in the Larry Brown Tournament at Fife High School at 8 a.m. There are a ton of events this week to keep up with, so let's all try our best to cheer on every team this week. That's been all for today's sportscast. This is Sophie reporting for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Sophie, thank you so much. That was that was great sports news. And I do sincerely <laughs> really apologize saved. for my intro. Um, saved Sophie there. Yeah, you saved me on that one. You did. So yesterday as well, as we've been hearing quite a lot about the Seahawks in their wildcard entrance to the playoffs, I got the chance to speak with Norb Kiwili. most commonly known as Norbcam, and he told me a little bit about his YouTube channel. He has a great big following, knows a lot about the Seahawks, has been a season ticket holder for 20 years and a super fan his whole life. So he told me a little about how excited he is for the Seahawks to play the 49ers in this upcoming game and a little bit about his YouTube channel as well. So here that is right now. I'm sure every Seahawks fan knows we've played the, the 49ers twice and they've spanked us pretty good both times. But it's hard to sweep a team three times. And the second game where it looked like we got blown out, we were actually pretty, at that home game against the 49ers, we were actually kind of going close with them. And I think if we had had an interception that we, that Quandre Diggs dropped, and if we didn't drop it ourselves, we would have been in a much tighter game. And I think the outcome could have been different. So I feel like if we can just get a better start, and not fall behind early. I feel like we could be in this game. Yeah, so when I go to the games, I always wear my, I have, you know, home jersey. Got my name on the back, Norbcam on the back. I got this green blue headband. I started wearing the 2013 year, and it's kind of become my look. Um, and they've, they've made a lot of replicas of those since. So a lot of people have those now, but it's the green kind of uh, blue headband with the green troll hair on top. That's kind of become my logo, actually. So that's kind of, I always wear that. Usually do some kind of face paint, and then I have a bunch of you know swag that I put on. For sure. So that's what I'm well, hoping. There's some kind of shocking upset yeah. you know, goes our way, and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about the unbelievable 2022 Seahawks miracle run. Oh, my that's gosh. My that would just be awesome. Yeah, so it was great to talk to Norm yesterday, and he is such an awesome guy. I mean, he has the <laughs> most spirit I have ever seen. And if you look him up, Norbcam on every platform, Instagram, YouTube. He's working on his YouTube right now, so that might not be up quite yet. But Instagram, you know, Twitter, everything. TikTok? TikTok, yes, oh, he has a TikTok. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look him up, Norbcam, and we're rooting for the Seahawks. I, I, you know, I want them to come back as an underdog, too. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, and, and you know it was it was selfless what the Lions did. Mm-hmm. You know they they beat they the really Packers. They really came through for us. And, and their motivation was hilarious. It was like <laughs> you know why do you guys play so hard? And they're like, well, because we don't want to see the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like dang right, no one wants to see the Packers in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy. I hope the Seahawks don't get wiped out. I hope since the you know a lot of miracles had to happen. Um, for mm-hmm. us to even being the playoffs, that maybe yeah. we can even you know I I don't think we'll win the Super Bowl. Okay, but I would like don't look us, at it like that. But I want us to win, beat the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the 49ers. I agree. So the Seahawks, they had a really great run quite a few years ago. I was in fourth grade when it happened. And then what, what was that, 2013 when they went won the Super Bowl? So that was such a cool experience. Andrew, 
what did you think about the Seahawks <laughs> winning that year? Well, I, I remember that day really well mm-hmm. in elementary school. I remember that day more than um, other days because no one in class was there. Most of the people yeah. went to the parade. My parents did not take me there. My so, parents didn't either. I was so upset about it. Yeah, so it was like we were, we did art the entire day, and we had art. we yeah like we did art the entire day, and we had like a TV come in, like someone brought in a TV in our porta potty, uh, not porta potty, portable. What? <laughs> oh my god! I can't portable, you said that. not portable. <laughs> I was, doing, I, in your I, was, I was doing I was doing art in my porta potty. <laughs> no portable. The things they build because they're you know too many students. And anyway, uh-huh. we just watched the parade. And then I remember like Marshawn throwing Skittles out because oh, yes. that was his thing. And I was just like, oh, I wish I was there. Yeah. That would have been fun. No, that it looked like a, a great time. parade. I remember. Yeah, it was really chilly though that day. <laughs> you, but you were at the parade, so no, it was I cold matter. on Mercer Island too. Oh well, there you go. Um, yeah, it was it was it was just a fun fun time. I hope I hope they go far. Um, speaking of that, um, Sophie, okay, you've always okay. wanted to travel. Yes. So yesterday morning in our Abro meeting, <laughs> in our Abro meeting, I'm you know like typing down notes for what we're talking Being about. Studious, Being studious, if studious, you will. Yes. And I look over to Sophie C, her computer. I look over to her computer, and it's like she's researching this resort. Or, you know, I, I see pictures of, like, a tropical scene, you know, like, beach waves and palm trees. And I'm like, Sophie, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's my destination of the week. And I'm like, okay, I'm excited for this one. So here that is now. The destination of the week this week is New Zealand. So take it away, Sophie. If you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, then you may be familiar with the fact that this high-grossing film was shot entirely in New Zealand. This island, found in the South Pacific Ocean, is eponymously known for being one of the safest locations in the world. As New Zealand is an island, seafood is seen in many of its popular cuisines. But this doesn't mean that the country isn't vegetarian or vegan-friendly. New Zealand actually has one of the highest vegetarian percentages, being 10%, where the U.S. is only about 3%. As you may already know, New Zealand is most commonly known for its incredible geography, which, as stated earlier, inspired Lord of the Rings. But if you really want to feel like you're in a movie, you can visit the exact park almost all the scenes were filmed in, being Kaituk Regional Park in Wellington. However, even if you haven't seen the movie, the enchanting architecture and scenic views will still, of course, amaze you. Some of the activities you may do in New Zealand include going on a wine tour or taking a boat ride through some of the incredible caves along the island. But if you're more ambitious, you might find yourself bungee jumping, skydiving, or even going on a zipline tour through the mountains. Stay tuned for more travel locations and keep listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. That was great, Sophie. You know, there's a lot of Sophies. Yes. Sophie P, Sophie C, Sophie H. My parents told me they thought they were being original with the name (laughs) Sophia. My full name is Sophia, but I go by Sophie. Yeah. Um... Turns out they weren't. Nope. Because everyone and their dog is named Sophie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's okay. I I am the one. I am one of the Sophies who's really special and unique. So it's all it's all valid. <laughs> Said every Sophie ever. <laughs> Speaking of New Zealand, um, there was I love that, but she didn't say what 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 month was the best time to go. Yeah, I wonder what month it is. Like you know, I sometimes you don't want to go to this place in February yeah. because it'll be cold. Right now, Annabelle Hagerty. She went around and she asked people, what is your least favorite month? A really interesting question. Annabelle, take it away. What is people's least favorite months? Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is... The series where I go around and ask random people random questions. As the new year begins, I wanted to know what my peers' least favorite month is so that we could all prepare. Let's hear some thoughts. Um, January. 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 February. Worst month is February. My least favorite month is definitely March. I gotta say, it's March. 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 April. Um, it has to be like, I don't know, something in the spring, like April or like May. I feel like just nothing's going on in those months, and it's just boring. May. 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 I feel like either September or March. September. Probably like October because that's when school starts getting like difficult. 
October. Like October? November. Because it, it just... November. It just seems so crammed, like, with work and stuff. Personally, my least favorite month is October because it's when school starts to get harder and when the weather starts to get cold and rainy here in Seattle. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to keep on listening to Breakfast on the Bridge. Um, okay, so I'm feeling a little hatred towards the month of October, and that's my birthday month. <laughs> I was going to say so that. So that's really disrespectful. I, I. What's your least favorite month, though? January. January. Happy I don't know. That, that's a normy one, but it's just like. I don't like is- April. What Why? do you even do in April? That's facts. Like, I go skiing sometimes. Ski, ski, April ski. is a grind. That's true. Because we That's don't get so we, we don't get any breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really sort of a, a start to finish. It's like yeah. four straight Woo! weeks of five days. Well, and... not for us because we're going to be second semester seniors. Okay. <laughs> Truth, Sophie. But but historically, <laughs> historically, <laughs> historically, okay. throughout the years, April's tough. I don't like January. January there's breaks. January, it goes by finals. fast. It's you know it's after Christmas. It's like. After the holidays, whatever you celebrate, most holidays have ended, and it's just mm-hmm. you know no fun. But some people are saying May. I love May. May is uh, like May is like you're right there. It's kind of like on the brink of June and being like summertime, but it's like not. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I just I don't like February either. I love February. Valentine's Day is in February. After I'm really thinking about it, I don't like many months. (laughs) You just don't like the months. I really don't like many months. Um, So I don't know why they're... Yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of months that are being talked about. Yeah. Um, So I want to go back to what we were talking about earlier. I was like, the government might ban this. And everyone was like, what is it? We didn't know what it was. And... What it might be, what what might be getting banned is gas stoves. Gas stoves. How you make your pasta, my eggs in the morning, my bacon yeah. in the morning. Oh, you know that's protein. what I put. That's what I put on my cutlery and plates oh, for Bob. Okay. And um, there is a government. Um, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commissioner said that a stove is a hidden hazard, mm-hmm. which I don't. I kind of disagree with that. I think it's I mean, always it it's always hazard. been a hazard. You know, it's flames. Um, and you know, they're, they're talking about banning it because it's really an indoor pollutant, you know, there's CO2, um, it's probably not the best for you. So they're possibly talking about taking action. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they will. I don't think you can just ban gas stoves in the, I mean, maybe they can phase it out in 20 years. Right. My question is, how are they going to? replace all the gas stoves because yeah. people need to cook somehow well and there is electric stoves i don't yeah, know if you ever use those stoves. Mm-hmm. those are awful i like the oh <laughs> <laughs> we had one at our old house i thought it was awful we actually when we remodeled our kitchen that was like the number one reason mm, really kind of cooks an even and you know if you drop water it makes like a high-pitched squeeze oh. the screaming noise oh interesting so well uh, our I'm, gas stove is somewhat old not really that old does but it like, smell like gas it smells like gas all the time my mom's like what's that smell <laughs> i'm like mom you turn the stove on <laughs> no it, ours does and sometimes i'm like if i turn on the flame like is it gonna like the whole yeah. like, the whole oh my house God, yeah and then you light on fire mind. yeah so you know i don't disagree with them um about that um so i i think you know i don't think they should do it anytime soon because I, well they people just need, need to replace them yes they do but They're better than th- convection stoves yeah I don't know. I, I guess maybe if if you're a company, Yo, now's, now's a good time. Maybe to, that's going to be my new job. Hey, get into the stove company. You know, if they're going to ban it, <laughs> you know, the government's going to need to tell you what, what stove to buy. Yeah, for real. Um, which I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea that the, the government is going to tell you that you can't use a gas stove. It's like. Oh, so you don't like the government telling you what to do? I don't like them telling me <laughs> what stove I can have. I mean, it's like if I want to use a gas stove, let me use a gas stove. I'm not, you know. Like, if I'm, you know, if it causes asthma, then I'm, you know, fighting the risks of a gas stove. But it's not like I put my head over a gas stove and go, (laughs) (sighs) 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 like, breathe in the fumes. Like, I turn it on and step away. It's not, you know. Sometimes I do think you do that based on some of the things you say to me. (laughs) Okay, let me rephrase. Not often do I go over a gas stove and go, (sighs) 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 so, anyway, (laughs) there's a lot. Um, I, I also want to take a step back to the New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I have a show called Wold's World where we interview um, Principal Wold mm-hmm. and, and we sort of talk about it 
um, you know, I, he's his goals were kind of like Joe's goals um, when, you know, going back to exercising, eating healthy, putting down the phone. Yeah. Um, so I asked um, Mr. Wold what if first if he believes in New Year's resolutions and um, if he does, then what is his? So let's listen to his answer right now. I kind of do. Um, I, I tend to break them, and I, I it's it's um, a kind of a frustrating thing for me personally. Um, you know, I, I I have some personal self discipline um, that I'd like to be able to to administer and believe that I can still do those things, whether it's around um, my own my own body and and taking care of my my personal health. Um, also, what I'm doing um, spiritually, just what, what am I reading? What am I doing for my own professional development? Um, you know, Andrew, I've been on the treadmill um, every day. There we um, go. So, so here we go. I'm on a great routine right now. We got we got the Peloton uh, treadmill and the Peloton bike, and so we're we're crushing it. This is no ad for Peloton, <laughs> just so we're all aware. This do you like no, it though? There's no. I I do like it. I like uh, the different types of of options, but I also have a. Um, a TV that sits over the top of it, so I get a chance to. This is not Netflix and chill; it's Netflix and exercise. <laughs> so I get a chance to uh, kind of binge while I get a uh, what I get a chance to exercise. But I think, moreover, um, it's about treating myself better um, in the new year. You know, I tend to um, work into the late nights and work in the early mornings, and just um, one of my love languages is being accessible. And so I, I, I need to take better care of myself and listening to my family and friends who are, um, you know, starting some, some new, uh, approaches in the new year. I think it's a, a, a time for rebirth and, and, and growth. So I do believe in it. Um, I, I do think, uh, giving ourselves grace, uh, you know, so many people get discouraged when they break their, their new resolution, um, quote unquote resolution, um, so quickly after the new year, you know, some people are, are practicing, what I hear of, of dry January and things like that for adults. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And so then they break that in the first week and it's just, you know, guys, people give yourself some grace. Um, We're all just in this trying to get ourselves to be healthy and better. And so um, I am in that pursuit of, of trying to grow personally. And and so I, I hope that all of us give ourselves some grace too. It's not Netflix and chill. It's (laughs) Netflix and bike. Mr. Wold is quotable. I think I want to put that on a mug for him. I love that. I also love, you know, Mr. Wold, I don't think that being accessible is qualified as a love language. I do. But it's really great that he recognizes that. It's his love language. I love that. Um, (laughs) um, Right now, um, you can listen to Wold's World on Spotify, Apple Music, any major streaming services. Mm -hmm. Um, We do talk about more than our New Year's resolution. He talks a lot about um, things that are going on in the school. We talk about things that are going on in the school, improvements, so on and so forth. Um, But we also talk about our lives, too. Um, so if you want to learn more about him, we have five episodes up on Wolds World. Um, I'm currently going to find a slot where it can air the full episode. It's probably going to be Tuesday afternoons, um, and that sh- um, I will have an exact date that um, we'll be putting out um, on the podcast for our next podcast. We'll have a time on the radio when it's going live. So he always has a lot of good stuff to say. He has a really good radio voice. Um, mm-hmm. if he, he if he wasn't a principal, you know, I'd be like in the radio. He has mm-hmm. a nice, good, commanding it's pretty, radio he projects voice. Well. Mm-hmm. It does project well. Um, there's a lot of, as we've done this show, I feel like one feature has always been increasing, hmm. and that's like D O W T, P O T S, Q O T W. Question on the street, destination of the week. Fact of the week. It's not one feature. It's like twelve different. No, I know. Features. I, that's what I'm saying. Like it started as one feature and it's grown. Oh, you're saying that like we have a lot more content yes. for our show. That's true. And, well, our and, show and is I only it. growing. It is only growing, and it's growing because of you listening right now. Is why Aww, it's growing. That's so sentimental. It, well, I try. It's like the only so time cute. I can be sentimental. That's not. So true. we have Alyssa Pingallo. She does the question of the week. Um, let's have her take it away, and so you get every type of. You know, least favorite month, question of the week, destination of the week. Alyssa, take it away. Hi, my name is Alyssa, and today I'm asking MIHS students the best advice that they've heard that helped them through something hard. Make sure to get enough sleep, but to also get your homework done. Live your life on impulse. Don't think too much before you make decisions because you won't make the right ones. At a low point in my life, I was told that being more positive would help me get more friends, and it really did. 
So my advice is actually a quote from the show BoJack Horseman, and it's, it takes a long time to realize how truly miserable you are and an even longer time to realize it doesn't have to be that way. A piece of advice that I've been given a lot by my grandma is do your best and it'll be good enough. My piece of advice is live every day like it's your last. The best piece of advice I've ever been given is to get good grades and do all your homework on time and be productive. A really good piece of advice I got was actually from Jenna Martin, and it was to keep a to-do list of everything you have to do, and it makes me so productive, and, like, I turn a different color when it's done. Like, it's, it's really fun, you know? So something that I had been struggling with was receiving a lot of pressure, and this actually wasn't advice directly given to me, but I was watching an interview of one of my favorite Korean soccer players, Hong Min, um, San, as people like to call him, and he said that being in the position of getting a lot of pressure is actually a very special thing because that means people believe in you and people believe in your potential, and that just really stuck with me. A piece of advice I've gotten recently is to take every opportunity that I get. Thanks for listening to these pieces of advice. Again, my name is Alyssa. Now back to the music on 88.9 The Bridge. That is some great advice. The one about pressure was like, you know, pressure yeah, is a really deep. special place because that means people believe in you. Mm-hmm. I love that quote. But sometimes I don't always like all the pressure I get. Me too. Um, but, you know, hey, if people believe in me, then that's a, a, a motivating factor. Yeah. What, think- what advice do you have for us today, Andrew? what advice do I have? Wow, kind of throwing me on the spot. You know, I there's a quote I've that's kind of been my favorite. Um, that was, never let a little stumble be the end of your journey. Oh. Um, it's anonymous. I found it in it's fifth anonymous. grade. <laughs> like, I look it up, and it's like, anonymous said that. So, <laughs> for, on, for all we know, I said that. I, you know, I invented that. Um, but, you know, we in fifth grade, we had to find quotes, mm. and I my fifth grade self being wiser than I am now. I was like, I'm really going to find a good quote. And I like that quote because That's I think quote. there's there's a lot of times where I have a step back mm-hmm. and I get really frustrated. As my yeah. aunt says, not frustrated, she says frustrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, like that's just a little stumble. Yeah. Like, and, and who cares? In, in the long run, like five years from now, won't even, like, won't even think about it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sophie? Well, I really like that advice that you gave, Andrew. Mm-hmm. But... As well, I really like those those little quotes that you can find online, you know, because even though they're pretty insignificant and they're just like a stock image on Google, you know, the, the words resonate with me. Is there one that really resonates with you that you Not can remember? Not that I can think of no, off okay. the top of my so head. So they don't resonate that they don't, much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that much. But, okay, you know, I feel like I hear, you know, I like it when someone says something to me that's like... That, like, sticks in my brain. You know, I'm like, oh, I like that. I'm going to think about that again, you know? For, like, 30 minutes. And, yeah. I forget and, then, it. and then it's done. So that really isn't the best advice to but, give. But that's all you need is the 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, and you know what? When you journal. I my advice is time. to journal. And, and you can think of good quotes while you journal. Uh, yeah. My good friend Mason, he has a, a <laughs> he has, um, exposing him, I don't think he cares. He has a big, no, uh, like, notes on, like, note the notes app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notes, Me too. And he has, like, 400 quotes mm-hmm. that he's developed. Wow. Um, and they're, some of them are good. Um, some, of them some, he, are good. some of them he, like, pulls them out when I'm, like, he's, like, you know, trying to make me, like, feel better. And I'm, like, that quote did not make me feel better. <laughs> or if I'm trying to get over something, he's, like, hmm. you know, do blah, blah. You know, we'll make you feel better. And I'm, like, yeah. that just made me feel worse. <laughs> but sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're, they're – other times I feel like he's an, antagonizing me or, like, yeah. like, yeah. So, I you know, I think when you journal um, – you feel good. Mm-hmm. You feel good. And That's I true. Think- and I don't like, I'm sometimes like, oh, I don't want to like sit down and like write a whole essay right now. Cause usually my journal entries are like a few pages long. Yeah. But then oh, like wow. I do it and it's then it's like, I know. Yeah. It's an, and then it's, I feel great afterward. So <laughs> of all of the acronyms that we have on our Breakfast on the Bridge show, we have just one more for this morning. And that is the Super Scoop with Tully. So here that is now. Hello, and welcome to You Didn't Know This. I'm Tolly, and this is a segment on KMIH that will give you your daily dose of fun facts. The CL-415 is a modernized version of the Canada Air CL-215, which was the first plane designed with aerial firefighting as its purpose. The Super Scooper, as it's called, is 9.1 meters tall with a wingspan of 28.3 meters and can store 5,300 liters of water in its hull. 
While its price tag is a daunting $30 million, it is a very effective firefighter. In 2020, Viking Air Limited modernized the plane, retrofitting it with an advanced avionics system, powerful turboprop engines, enhancing aerodynamics, improving its operating speed and weight, and adding more corrosion resistance. Due to the need to fly in canyons and ravines, the Super Scoopers control surfaces are supersized. This makes it as nimble as much smaller aircraft, despite being slightly smaller than a 737. To refill, the plane does not need to stop. It slows down to 90 knots and it lowers two probes in the hull that scoop water from the surface. 12 seconds later, the plane speeds up and flies away. That's all for today. Till next time for a new fun fact, I hope you learned something new and stay tuned to 88.9 The Bridge. Totally always learning something new. He needs to journal because he'd have like 30 pages. His <laughs> no, mind seriously. is just like, brr, 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 just mm-hmm. lines with knowledge. Um, he's a very quotable person, and he mm-hmm. knows those facts. <laughs> I remember when we went to Seafair with him, he helped us out. He was a great addition to our Seafair team, but anytime a plane would fly overhead, he'd just be like, oh, that's a 737 million whatever, and I'd be like, He's like, 825, He's and, like, that and... engine runs on blank, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What? And, and not only that, he was like, he'd be like, oh, they're in like the the vortex formation. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, you need to Did not you know be by that... the booth. You need to be up there, yeah. like yeah. with air traffic control, being like, hey, you clear to land on runway at one four left. <laughs> like, the, yeah, totally, totally is great. He's so excited, and he always makes sure to say hi to me when in the hallways. And he's just, he's a great guy. I like is, Tully a lot. Is. So shout out Tully. Yes. <laughs> well, with this, I hope. Listening to us was one of your New Year's resolution. Oh. I know. And I hope everyone goes and journals. I do, too. This has been uh, Breakfast on the Bridge with Sophie and Andrew. We really enjoyed it. Next Tuesday, keep listening after us. We have, I you know, talk about songs that are singable. I lined up crazy songs. Is First Period Crew up? I think so. It is First first Period period Crew. Yep. Um, And then there's songs all throughout the day that I was programming. These are all singing songs, songs that you'll like. Mm -hmm. Thank you for spending your morning with us. We know you have a lot of options when spending your morning. But Mm -hmm. spending it with us always makes us happy. And keep listening to KMIH. I'm Andrew. I'm Sophie. And we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge. Brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge, and thank you for listening.